It is the Everything is Marketing podcast. My name is Eric Hulkerin and uh, a busy week ahead. We've got session tomorrow. It's one of our uh, first workshop only. So the smaller version of uh, 25, 30 people enjoying, in this case, hops that they're going to run through a Randall. It uh, gives you a different look at uh, a bunch of different beers, which is very exciting. Excited to uh, see what happens with that. And um, I've been trying to stop uh, telling you what episode number it is because I'm not really sure that's very interesting. However, we are rounding the corner to episode 100 and I'm trying to figure out exactly what I want to do for that. And I haven't quite figured that out yet, but uh, I think I've got eight episodes, seven, eight, nine episodes to figure that out. So I hope to figure that out between now and apparently next week because if I do one every day, we would be at 100 next week. So stand by for that. I'm going to figure out what I'm going to do there, but we'll do something, I promise. Okay, let's do this. It's the Everything is Marketing Podcast. Marketers ruin everything. Welcome to the Everything is Marketing Podcast. What I don't want to do is to pretend this is show number one. What would the hero of your life's movie do right now? Do that. Do those things. Is the Everything is Marketing podcast. My name is Eric Hulkren. Having uh, a happy Tuesday. I hope you are as well. And since we started talking about episode 100, that uh, leads me into a natural conversation about relationships because I'm able to do this podcast because you consume it. We have a relationship and you like what I'm doing, seemingly, because you've listened to almost 100 episodes of this. And I like doing it because it gives me an opportunity to um, continue to use my uh, radio chops and talk about something that I'm very passionate about, which is largely customer service and secondarily connecting people using technology, whatever that ends up looking like. So I bring that up because this week I've had a bunch of instances where relationships have been a big deal, a big, big deal this week. So the first was we had a contest winner who headed across the state and through some sort of communication error, it doesn't matter whose error it was, the tickets for this person were not where they were supposed to be and they were three hours away from home. Luckily, I had a relationship with that person, uh, the promoter of said tickets, and was able to call them and fix that immediately. In fact, we were able to fix it in five minutes and talk to the person, one, explain to them exactly what happened and say, hey, your tickets are waiting for you. You can just go and get them at the box office right now. You are good to go. This happens not because of magic. This happens not because of technology. This happens because of relationships. If I don't have a relationship with that person, how am I going to find out how to get a hold of them while they're in the middle of showtime? And if you've done any sort of live event, you know during show is nothing short of absolute, absolute chaos. To be able to get that turned around in under five minutes is a testament to a relationship. And so I bring that up because it reminds me to remind you about the joys of relationships and why we should spend a lot more time trying to focus on being nice all the time as opposed to focus on fighting all the time. This whole world that we, we talk a lot on this podcast and many other marketing podcasts and even many other social podcasts about the joys of technology and you should be on Snapchat and you should connect with your customer on Instagram and all these digital ways to connect with one another. But at the root of all of that is actual connection to actual human beings and that's how business gets done. It doesn't matter the media or the medium that you're using to get that business done, what matters is the relationship. And you can't have a relationship if you're just going around and fighting people all the time. There is a time and a place for fighting. But even when there's a time and a place for fighting, and even when I've been in competitive situations, 
once the competition is over, the fighting part should be over. This is not something that should spill into what I would call real life. So uh, if you're competing TV stations or competing radio stations or competing publishers, you know, at the end of the day, you should still be able to sit across from that person and be cordial. Why? Because you never, ever, ever know when you're going to end up needing to talk to that person or need them for a favor or they need you or any sort of connection. Moving from one genre to another, one medium to another, has taught me that this, you know, I'm not, if you know me in, in a real sense, you know that I'm not a guy who's normally running around making enemies. I have my fair share, as does everybody, but I don't, as a rule, run around and make enemies. What I do, as a rule, is run around and make connections and then continue to make those connections and continue to make those connections profound for both the other person and myself so they want to continue to be in those relationships. And I've found this year, in the last 10 months at this new job, that I have relied upon these relationships more than I thought I would. And I was forward-thinking enough, I should say, to continue to foster those relationships, especially ones that didn't, from the jump off, make sense why to do that. I continued to do that because I thought, well, what if? You know, what if we could do some business together? And what if this changes where I am or this opportunity affords itself? And what if, what if, what if? And lo and behold, all of that stuff is beginning to happen. And all of that stuff is happening because you focus on the positive stuff and you focus on fostering those relationships. And for me, vital and in my DNA to be genuinely nice and do nice things for people, it's just that continuous reminder that no matter where you are in a branding cycle, no matter where you are at a brand, no matter what you do for said brand, that at the root of what every single one of us does is customer service. The reason you're listening to this podcast is because you're in some sort of customer service, whatever that looks like. And if you're not getting up every day and trying to figure out how to make that customer's life better or save that customer time or save that customer time by making their life better, that is one day that you are losing. And every day that you don't think about that, you are absolutely positively losing. I was talking to a friend the other day and we were talking about um, a uh, brewery. We've both been to this brewery and it's not in Michigan, but we've both been to this brewery and this brewery has focused on, and this is a very rare case, but this brewery had focused on the beer being the number one thing they focus on. Taking care of the beer, making sure the beer is spot on, the beer, the beer, the beer, the beer, the beer. What happens is customer service is not really a thing. It's not a core competency for them. It's not something that they focus on. and They've kind of embraced this anti-customer service. Now, I wouldn't say that they're outwardly rude, but they're, they're not there to make your customer experience profound. They're there to provide you with an amazing beer, which they very much do. That is a rare case. That doesn't win all the time. There, I mean, there are a couple instances where that sort of stuff wins. If you've ever been to Chicago, uh, the Wiener Circle in Chicago after about 10 o'clock at night becomes this horrific place where people yell and scream at each other for the sake of hot dogs. That works because it's shtick. You know, it's not really a, a real thing and it's not really a business plan. The same with Ed DeBevix. Ed DeBevix, again, another being from Chicago, uh, or Chicago, if I could say it correctly, um, you know, that's that's a bit of shtick as well. Those people are rude on purpose so that you enjoy the experience of being at Ed DeBevix and being screamed at and having your food thrown at you. That's part of the experience. That is not a business plan in the long form for somebody to actually emulate unless you're a 50s-esque diner who wants to throw food at people. Then you would be Ed DeBevix, and there's already one of those, so you don't need to do that. All of that said, 
the focus on customer service starts with your relationships in real life. The way that you treat people around you and the way that people around you treat you reflects back in everything else that you're doing. So if you are surrounding yourself with people who are awesome and feed you and make sure that you're taken care of and vice versa, then that's exactly what's going to happen with people around you. And you're going to be able to do things in your career and with your brand and with your customers, you would not be able to do without any sort of help. Uh, I was saying this this week to uh, my wife. I've said this many times to my wife, but I was saying it again this week and I felt the need to share. So when I took this job, I inherited a team. And if anybody uh, has moved jobs and inherited a team, you know that that can be a perilous thing where you walk into a team that you had no control over. You didn't hire any of these people and you don't know what's going to happen. That is not what happened to me. I inherited a team of ninjas that do amazing things on an hourly basis that I couldn't be more happy to be a part of. And I couldn't be more happy to give them the tools they need and get the hell out of their way and let them do what they want to do. That is part of that relationship with this team. I know in the last 10 months what they can do and I know when to get out of the way. And I certainly know when to let my ego get out of the way and let them do what's better. I've always been a person that has searched for a place and a person and peoples in the collective sense that are smarter than me because that's when you're going to do your best work. It's just like in sports. You learn nothing in sports if you're the best athlete on your team or you're the best wrestler on your team or you're the best fighter on your team. I've learned so much uh, in in jujitsu because I'm consistently the worst person on the mat than I ever would have if I had stayed consistent and trained for these past 15 years on a consistent basis. Um, I would get up to a point, I would assume, that I would be better than a lot of people and stop learning because it's much harder to learn when you're at the top of the food chain. I always say this, like I never want to be the person in the cocktail party that's the smartest person in the room. That would seems to me would be the most unenviable position because you're not you're the focus of everybody's attention and you're not really able to gain any of those stories. All that said, I felt Tuesday seemed like a perfect time to talk about relationships and how they're important. I've had a couple instances this week, as I said, this one with this customer three hours away, we were able to fix it in five minutes because of a relationship that I had. I had dinner the other night with two dear friends of mine in another industry who had come here for a completely different reason. They had nothing to do with me. They just came here to do something different. We had uh, drinks because of a relationship, which fosters new business opportunities that would make no sense whatsoever had we not had the relationship for them to want to take time before their thing that they were doing to hang out and talk to me. That's what you should focus on when you're dealing with anybody, when you're dealing with uh, business to business or business to customer. You got to put those customers first and you've got to be as real as possible and you have to be as high in my opinion you have to be as high touch as possible i know a lot of you have written me and really love the idea of handwritten notes that's because they're powerful that's because they matter and i you know i got one the other day and i had for, i hadn't gotten one in a long time and i'd forgotten just how amazing it feels when you get a handwritten thank you note for something that you you do those things matter especially for as fast as the world is going those things build equity and those things build relationships and relationships are the key to winning relationships are the way that you get to the finish line for what you want to do you absolutely positively under zero circumstances absolutely zero circumstances can you do anything by yourself in the business sense from start to finish to running a business to start you will need other people and it's much easier when you need other people 
if those people like you. So today, go make some people like you. Go hug some people. Go do some cool stuff. Go surprise some people with some delight. Go do some surprise and delight today. That's your homework assignment. You go do that today. Surprise and delight. We'll talk tomorrow. It's the Everything is Marketing podcast.